It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What do you do when you can feel the energy of an unseen entity? What do you do when that energy is filled with pure hate? Today, we hear about just that on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is, 855-853-4802. That is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Right on our website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And uh, now more than ever, especially with the uh, world of advertising kind of being up in the air and uh, that all, you know, basically falling off the face of the earth, uh, your guys' support of our show is what really keeps this ship afloat. So if you enjoy this pirate ship, please consider becoming uh, EPP, an extra podcast person. Go to ghostpodcast.com and sign up to be one there or patreon.com slash real ghost stories five dollars a month gets you access to all of our bonus material all of our advanced episodes our ebook our audiobook their amazon bestsellers you get all of that as part of your membership at five bucks a month i know times are tight but if you can afford the five bucks to help keep this show on the air we would so greatly appreciate it i know you guys are sick to death of me saying that at the beginning of every program but i'm sorry i have to do it there's new folks tuning in all the time uh, and uh, it really, truly allows us to stay on the air. I thank you guys. There's been uh, several signups over the course of the uh, craziness that we're going through right now. Uh, and uh, thank you so much, you guys, if you have signed up during this time. And if you're staying on board as an EPP, uh, thank you so much. Uh, you guys are, are truly what allows us to do this program. Tony and Carol Hughes joining you uh, for today's episode. And how are you this fine day, Carol? You know, Tony... I was telling you earlier, this is the one time of the week. Tony and I do this on Monday nights. It's the one time of the week that everything is still the same. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. 
Thank you for bringing a little bit of normal in my life or leaving that one little bit of normal there. I look forward everything to everything else is so different. But this, it's the same. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm glad you feel that way. I look forward to it, too. It is a little bit of normal. And I know a lot of our listeners do, too. The thing is, you know, I noticed, you know, a lot of folks, obviously, they used to listen to us on their commute and all of that. So that I have seen change in numbers as far as when people are downloading the show. Now, maybe we're being listened to on their walk or their jog or whatever it may be. Um, but uh, hopefully just the feeling of the show that everybody likes, that's not changing. And uh, we can be the little little piece of normal uh, as we're all going through this. We're recording this, by the way, and I, I always timestamp these right now. On the 30th of March of 2020, this should be airing actually towards the end of April. You guys are here and listening for some release, and so are we. Let's get to our ghost stories. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. You can write on at realghoststoriesonline.com. Let's go to our first letter. It says, hey, Tony and Carol, I've been an avid listener for about two years, and I can't get enough of your podcast. I've only had a handful of experiences in my life, but the ones I've had are super creepy. The first one of which has to do with sleep paralysis. For my entire life, I've had nightmares that have always been very vivid and in detail. But what happened to me on this night was something completely different than any bad dream I've ever had. When I was 19, I was going through an extremely rough patch in life, and my already bad dreams reached a whole new level of messed up. I dreamt of my own death many, many times and dreamt of the deaths of loved ones. Finally, one night, I woke up in the middle of the night, unable to move whatsoever. I was frantically looking around my room when I laid my eyes at a dark figure of a man at the foot of my bed. It was a lot like what many others have described in sleep paralysis. A tall man with broad shoulders wearing a trench coat and a top hat. He was darker than night. He stood out in my already dark room. I couldn't make out a face or any eyes, but I could feel pure hatred for me radiating off him. I wanted to scream and reach out and turn my light on, but my body was still frozen. After what felt like several long minutes of this, I was finally able to snap out of it and turn my light on. I was petrified. I've had bad dreams before, but nothing scared me like this. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. I tried to tell people close to me about it, and all anyone could say was that it was just a bad dream. But I knew it was much more than that. That night haunted me for a long time, but I just decided to push it out of my mind and move on with my life. It wasn't until a couple years later I was stacking wood at my parents' house and listening to your podcast when I heard at least three stories of experiences that were so like mine. I couldn't believe this was an actual thing that happened to people. I come from a very skeptical family, so I had never really thought to try to tell my parents about it until I heard about it happening to other people too. So I thought about it a while when my dad came out to help me stack the rest of the wood before it got dark. I decided to bring it up in the most nonchalant way possible. I told him the whole story, and he gave me a funny look and said I should tell my mom, which was super shocking. I thought he would just write me off. So we finished up stacking, and I went inside to wash up and tell my mom, and pretty much the same thing happened. I told her, and she stopped what she was doing, giving me a terrified look. I asked, what's wrong? And what she said next gave me the chills. She proceeded to tell me about how when I was a little girl, I would come running into my parents' room, screaming and in tears, saying there was a dark man at the foot of my bed. This would happen every night at my parents, and they would always try to reassure me that it was only a dream. But I was always adamant that what I saw was real, more real than any dream. Apparently, this dark figure has haunted me my entire life. I can't help but wonder if he always 
has been the cause of my horrible nightmares. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you for taking the time to read my story. I'll write in soon with my other ones. What are your thoughts on that? Part of me is like, if I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw a guy with a dark coat and a top hat, I'd be like, Abe Lincoln is here. Oh my God. <laughs> hey. I love Abe Lincoln. And then I would be scared shitless. Now, Abe Lincoln. And then I would be like, here, Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln, the historic Abe Lincoln, or Abe Lincoln, vampire hunter? Oh, no, the one I like. Okay. The president. He would be here to calm me down and tell me something wise. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's, I think that would be terrifying. And then to know that it's happened for a long time, that to me, I don't know. One thing that she did say in that letter that kind of gave me, I don't know, comfort. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she's heard other people on this podcast Mm -hmm. with similar stories, I think that's good because then you don't feel like, oh, crap, I'm the crazy one. Sure. Sometimes, like I am. But (laughs) you know what I mean? You feel like, okay, this isn't, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Which is good. But I don't know. Why would, why would, like, you know, we talk about a haunted house or somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. But who could that be? Yeah. We got to try and identify it. And, and if you, you can't identify it, like, what why? do you do? Yeah. Then if you dive into it too far to find out why, does it get darker? I don't want it to get darker. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would also want to know, like, why does that happen to me? Or is it, you know, if it's something that happens like that in the middle of the night, you know, and, and those, that sleep paralysis can, I've seen things that, and felt things that I 100% thought was happening. Sure. And it wasn't. It's in my head. Well, and, and sometimes you have to wonder, was it in your head or was there a mix of things going on there? Yeah, True. And, and so, you know, th- sometimes it, it's easier to write it off as this was all in my head than coming to the realization and accepting maybe it wasn't all in your head. Maybe there was. Well, and else. who wants to think that's well, real? Exactly. Yeah. What's worse? Like, yeah, that's the question. Anna over here going, everything's just fine. And you don't that live in a haunted house. Just a foot of my bed. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Uh, I We were uh, looking, and, and let's not go into this topic very deep because we haven't really talked about much of this on the air, but I'll just say this. This was kind of interesting. Uh, me and Jen were online and uh, looking at um, some pictures of houses earlier tonight. And uh, there was this really neat one that was out in the country. And uh, we looked at it. I mean, and it was neat because of, of the age of the house. And, oh, my God, the amount of work that would need to be done to it. Absolutely crazy. Every room was wallpapered uh, in different wallpaper. <laughs> and it was a, it was truly an antebellum style home. And it wasn't like a recreation. We looked at the year it was built. 1856 and like holy shit yeah she just got the shiver and she's like stop looking at that one i'm like look at this this is crazy and they've they've really you know somebody's i'm sure it's been redone probably four or five times over in the course of its life the last time was probably 1980 but um it's it was just like 
Oh my God. There is a, in the back of this house, there was a guitar shaped pond. And I don't know. I'm like, who lived here that put in a guitar shaped so pond? So in 1970, somebody put yeah. in a guitar shaped Yes, pond. a guitar shaped pond. And and I was reading in the, the description of it, the same family has lived in this house since 1856. It's been passed down generation to generation to generation. The initial of the family has been monogrammed on the side of the chimney in the, in the back of the house. And this is the first time it's ever gone on the market to someone outside wow, of the family. That house is going to be haunted as shit from the family members who don't want it going outside of the family. And they're going to be pissed when you're pulling down that wallpaper. And yeah, I wouldn't want to be moving no, in there. No. Like you're the first outsider that's ever lived in that house. Could you imagine though? We could document the know. shit out of that. We could make a whole new podcast just about redoing that house this old haunted house <laughs> it would just be crazy uh, and it, it was just no 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 and but and but, i agree but, but but it'd be interesting it would be interesting it would be something i i don't want to move again uh with getting into a haunted house so it's like don't take that one off the list but uh, anyway, more on that at another time. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, or you can uh, write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Click tell us your ghost story. Let's go to our next one. It says, from a young age, I've been told the story of, uh, 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 from a very young age, I've been told the story of my personal haunting. I was a child of around three to four living in a house in Darwin. Uh, I was one of two children where my brother was but a year older. I was told the story of when the house wasn't only haunted, but the ghost would play with me while I was in my cot. I'd be laughing some nights at no reason where my older brother would be crying and screaming in some form of panic. But every time my mother or my aunt would kind of check on us, I'd be standing up at the side laughing. My brother would be crying in his cot at the other side of the bedroom. My aunt was babysitting for me and my brother one night, and she kept an ear open for us because she found it strange that while I was laughing, my brother would be crying almost at the same time. So one night, my auntie burst into the bedroom under a sneaky suspicion something was going on, but had no idea of what. I'd be laughing as usual, my brother crying. So my aunt burst in the bedroom, trying to at least figure out what was happening for the strange behavior of my brother and me. She burst through the door and screamed so loud the whole street heard and came in to her aid. She ran down the stairs, grabbed the biggest knife she could, and ran back to the bedroom where a large looming shadow was hanging over the cot I was in and seemed to be playing with me while my brother was screaming, looking over. My aunt barged in with knife in hand and started shouting at the figure to get away and to leave us alone. The people at the front door, all being concerned, all ran into the house to help, and while only a handful of them saw the figure, none of them believed it and attempted to go through the motions of figuring out how and what it could have been. My aunt determined that the figure was a very tall man wearing what looked like a cloak and hat made no sound other than what I apparently heard while playing with him or it. I don't want to sound off about any of it, but since that day, I've heard I've had nothing but the worst luck from getting sick, accidents. So many times people are surprised I'm still alive, taken into care away from my family from eight till I became 17. 
I still to this day believe I'm cursed, either then or just really bad luck enabled. We live in the UK still, although I've never gone back to that house or street. My aunt has since left this world. My father, too. My mother is still alive, but in a bad way and bad health like myself. My brother also has left this world, and from that experience, there's only me left. I'm not good at telling stories. I can only tell what I was told for many, many years. It's got to be kind of troubling to try and yeah, recall that these. That one made me sad. Yeah, you recall these things and the people who are, can be, you know, very empathetic with you and understanding of that shared experience aren't there to do that anymore. Well, I, what makes me sad is that he, I'm assuming, was <laughs> like feels cursed. Yeah. Like that would be a horrible feeling to your whole life feel like that. Sure. Like that makes me sad. No. You know, and I don't know if that's the case or maybe, you know, poor health, a number of different other things. But I would suggest finding someone to talk to because there's got to be some way you could like you just can't go around feeling like that all the time. No, no. I mean, even and then when you factor in all of the other horrible losses that have been suffered like, yeah, you would be totally depressed, too. When you're, that, just make, that makes me sad. When you're going through something like that, it's definitely important to talk to somebody because you have, yeah. you know, you have these these memories, these things that you can't really explain. And, and you're dealing with that and the losses and trying to make sense of so many things. Yeah, obviously the best thing to do is to try and, and get it out to somebody I who's... get pissed when I hear about... Like, then she saw the figure playing with the child or whatever. It's like, it's a kid. Yeah. It's a little innocent kid, you know. And it's interesting because some, some kids will make the reaction of laughing and pointing and having a great time with the others, scaring and freak the hell out. And Well, and the <laughs> other sibling might have been older yeah. and was seeing something differently than the little one. Sure. Too. No. But... Yeah, that just makes me sad. So I would think, too, for that person, there's a combination of, yeah, I mean, there could be something, you know, that I don't know if that feeling is still around. Mm -hmm. But then when you add in all of the other things, you know, losing a parent and a sibling, and that's a lot to process. It is. Thank you for sharing your experience with us here on the program. Let's go to our next letter. It says, this is a pretty short story of an experience that happened to my friend that I witnessed. My friend Kathy is half Muslim and half Irish. Her father, Muhammad, is full Muslim and her mother, Chrissy, is full Irish. Her uncle on her father's side was by far her favorite uncle. This happened about a year and a half ago. Her uncle was not doing very well and had cancer. He was completely bedridden in the hospital. And my friend Kathy would visit him all the time. When the doctors told their family that he was not going to be living much longer, They were always visiting him every day. My friend had a camera and video phone and decided to record her and her uncle having a conversation so she could always hear his voice. She turned her video phone on and she told her uncle to say something. He looked at Kathy and said, I love you, Kathy. A couple of days later, she showed me it because she thought it was sweet and I hadn't met him yet. A week later, he passed away. My family was invited to the funeral and so many people showed up. When they buried him, he was laid on his side. I don't really know why or if it is any importance to their religion or a tradition. 
The next day, my friend was crying hysterically and asked if she could come over. And I said, well, of course. She was over at my house after about 10 minutes. She began to tell me she had a dream the night before, the night after the funeral. She said she was in the cemetery where he was buried in California. And she said it was very foggy. There was a casket waiting to be lowered. And her uncle was sitting up in the casket talking to her. She said he told her how much he loved her and that he will be okay and always watch over her and be there for her. She said she then woke up and went to open her phone to see what time it was. Then she noticed that the video she had taken of her uncle was set as her main background. When she opened it, it played the video where he told her he loved her. She said she had never set that as her background. And she had many photos and videos taken with her phone since she had taken that video. So it was odd that out of every photo and video she had, that that was the one that got accidentally set as her background. What scared her more was because he had just died and it was her uncle looking at her every time she opened the phone. It creeped her out. She tried to change it and take it off and it wouldn't work. You get the change, default background option, select a different pick, and it just wouldn't change. I had the same phone as she did and I tried to change it and nothing worked. I thought it was his strange way and thought it was touching. It's nice to know that the deceased still live on and watch over us. And I'm going to turn Carol's mic on and I'm going to guess she's crying a little bit. No, I'm not crying at all. Because it's like, like at first I'm all touched by that and the dream and I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. And then, oh, you know, that was no accident. But then the fact that she couldn't change it back, I'd be like, okay, now you're just you're creeping me out. Like, stop it, shit. It was warm and cuddly, and then you went yeah. too far. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That, you know, and maybe if somewhere in that was, and her uncle was such a prankster, but and maybe he was, I don't know. But yeah. Even maybe if my uncle was a prankster and that shit was going down, yeah. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> But I love the idea of like, oh my God, how creepy yet beautiful and weird yeah. my uncle is on my phone. And then every day she checks her browser history and like, what the fuck are you looking at, my dead uncle? <laughs> you have secrets. <laughs> I didn't know you were into that. That's a great way to ruin that story. But uh, but no, I mean, it, it is... Um, <laughs> just Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I would seriously as... Like, you know me, I love that kind of shit, Yeah. but I would be getting a new phone yeah. like, or, or as much as I'd want to keep it, maybe I could upload it to Facebook and then delete it off my phone or something, upload it to the cloud. Yeah. So you have it and delete it off the phone it's, because I'd be like, you know, uncle, <laughs> we're not doing it your way. This is just getting weird. Is your way is creeping me out. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder too, like, because I have had so many conversations with people who have died. And like the other night I was going through some stuff and I found a card from my friend Dallas and he's been gone three years. Mm -hmm. And like something about, and the message in the card was so beautiful about how much he loved me. And, it was just so sweet, and you find those things, and it's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. But to have it just shoved in your face, <laughs> it's different. It's kind of like beautiful parts, yeah. and they're like, okay, this is 
you know, here's the line. You are so on the other side of that line. <laughs> so far. The only thing I can think of that's worse is a coworker giving you an urn for your undead pet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that, that makes that word. Yeah. With the necklace in it. With a necklace. With your dog's ashes. Exactly. That's the only thing that can make your dog's not dead. <laughs> Eight five. guess what? My dog still is not dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to a caller. Hi. It's a ghost story. Hey, Tony, Carol. This is Kelly. I'm flying from New Hampshire. Um, I called in about a nurse cloud once before, and I also called in to one of the live Facebook shows. Um, and I wanted to share with you an experience I had in August of 2018. So my whole life, I've kind of felt like the way spirits communicate with me is through my dreams. And there's a defining difference between those dreams and any other just regular dream. They just feel really different. They're very vivid. I remember their details years later. Um, and again, there's always like some sort of message. Um, and that message can change, but they're just, they're different. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. They don't happen a lot, but when they do, I can tell. So I had one such dream in August of 2018. I remember the date, it was August 14th, and um, I had, you know, the dream the night before August 14th. And from what I remember of the dream, it was just, it was very quick, but it was these two women I've never seen before. They looked like it could be mother and daughter. And it was a very comforting feeling. And I woke up soon after the dream started and I just had this like name, whispered name, um, like swirling around in my head. It wasn't out loud, but like upon waking up, I just had this name in my head and I just had a very comforting feeling. But I had an overwhelming sense that the woman's name I was hearing was the woman who was trying to communicate with me. And I just had a sense that she wanted me to tell her daughter that everything was going to be okay. And so I'm not going to say the name just because for privacy purposes, but it wasn't a common name. It was a woman's first and last name. And it's not like, it's, it's not a common name. Um, so it kind of stuck with me all day. And when I got home from work, I was like, I, I, I don't want to look this name up because I'm afraid of what I'm going to find, but I'm, I'm just going to look it up. Right, like in my head, I'm thinking, oh my God, was this me in my past life or like whatever stuff I don't want to know. But I decided to look it up. Um, and lo and behold, this woman passed away on August 14th, either in the 80s or 90s. Um, I wasn't even alive yet in the 80s. Um, so it was just really, it was just a really strange, eerie dream. But you know, I just had this feeling she wanted me to tell her daughter everything was okay, like everything was going to be okay. And that was communicated through me, like not even in words in my head, but I just had that sense. And I just couldn't, you know, I'm not going to try to look up this, this woman's daughter and call her and say that your mom wants me to let you know everything's going to be okay. You know, that would just be kind of crazy. 
But yeah, that was my experience and I thought I would share it with you guys. So have a great day. I love your show. Bye. Thank you for sharing that experience. Um, you're not the first person to have that experience and to have shared something like that on the air. And yes, as crazy and as weird and as bizarre as that is, the fact that you were able to look this up and f make that connection that easily online, I honestly, and this is your call, I think it, it might be your responsibility to do so to at least reach out even just anonymously through Facebook or something, however you, you found her and say, look, I know this sounds crazy. I know this is weird and I don't know how you are going to take this, but this is the dream I had. This is what this woman looked like. This is the message I got. I'm not looking for you to reply back to me or anything. I'm just giving you this information because this happens. And, and for whatever reason she picked you, I don't know. But we've had that before many times. A while back, there was a woman who listened to our program uh, who's a, a very big sensitive. She was in an airport and she was just going through the terminal and she got that exact same thing. It wasn't even in a dream. She just picked up this message of this is the message and those are the people standing right over there at gate 111. Uh, you need to tell them this from, I believe it was their son who had been deceased and she she just went and did it. She's like, exactly what I just said. This sounds crazy. I don't know why I'm coming up to you. Please don't be afraid. But I get these things sometimes. This is my message. I wish you well, but here's what I have for you. And then then she just went away. But the family did confirm to her that, yes, in fact, her son was dead. That was his name. That was this message makes sense. Why, how it happens, I don't know, but it happens. What are your thoughts, Carol? Oh, I'm totally with you on that. Now, I think since it's been a couple years, almost since she had that dream, yeah. you know, if she'd had it more, you know, if she's continuing to have it, I would be like, you have got to talk to this daughter. Sure. But the fact that I'm assuming it hasn't happened since, maybe she's moved on. She's like, I'm going to find someone <laughs> she, who will do She found another me. messenger. <laughs> you know, obviously she doesn't want to do it. But I think that people like her are open to that. Mm -hmm. And that's why, because she can't get into her daughter. Yeah. And her daughter might be having a lot of grief and a lot of barriers up. Yeah. And someone like her, it's like, hey, and, and I don't know. She mentioned the past life thing. I think maybe there was some connection somewhere mm -hmm. at some point. I don't know. Because I think that's a whole other show. Yeah. But, but you know. Maybe there is a connection with her and this woman. It could She's be. not aware of. I think sometimes people can just be beacons. And sometimes if you're on the other side and you know, oh, right. this person is light is bright enough, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, you can get in, yeah. you can get through to that person. Yeah. It's like it's you're an open line and, and hopefully this, this messenger is going to be able to take it. And I don't blame you for, for being scared or not wanting to do it and feeling really awkward and weird, but understand it's ability. It's an ability that you have. And it can be used for good. And there's probably a reason for it. So She also said she wasn't even born in the 80s. Yeah. So she's young. So it might be something that develops yeah. um, over the course of years and something that she does become more comfortable with. Yeah. And maybe she could be the woman who walks up to total strangers at the airport. Yeah. 
the more the more you listen to the show, the more you're going to hear stories like this back in the archives going forward. I'm sure you're not the last, um, but you're going to discover there's a ton of people just like you. And at first, yes, it feels bizarre and strange and weird, but it usually is is a, a gift. You can call it that if that's how you feel, but if you feel like some people feel it's a curse, but it it quite often brings far more good and comfort than it does negative. Um, other than the uncomfortable, awkward feeling of having to be that messenger. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with us. Greatly appreciate it. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the program, please, please, please become an extra podcast person. Keep us on the air. I know things are really tight right now. If you can spare five bucks to help us keep doing this program, we would greatly appreciate it. We're trying to go above and beyond to give you as much extra content as we can right now. Get all the EPP bonus content as usual. And we're throwing out more for free during the week as well as we all go through this crazy shitstorm. Uh, so hopefully uh, you're able to do that and help keep our, uh, our ship afloat. Until next time for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.